Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. What are the answers to some of life's most important questions? Actually, you can't avoid answering these questions because you already do. It happens simply by how you have chosen to structure your priorities, spend your money, and use your time. Tune in as we interview pastors and leaders throughout the valley discussing the must-answer questions on The Form Show. Welcome to the Forum Show. Mark Lucas here, Faith Talk 1360, and also listening in the beautiful podcast world. What a joy it is week in and week out to have these conversations with you. My heart and my desire is I have guests from all over the valley and even all over the world that come and sit across from me is that these conversations would help you navigate and connect your faith back to your life, that you would experience more of this beautiful life that God wants for us, and he would even use the words abundant life, vibrant life. This show is all around having some hard conversations, maybe conversations that we don't necessarily have often in the church, but really engaging these dialogues so that God would use these conversations to strengthen your faith, to strengthen who you are in your identity in Christ. And today, It really is about understanding identity and really understanding that we are made in the image of God. And there are these heinous sins that are happening in the world today that really go against understanding that every single person is made in the image of God, a child of God. And then we watch the news or we hear the reports, and we're going to share some statistics today that might even be hopefully a paradigm shift for you to be more involved in what is happening in the heinous sin of human trafficking. I know recently I just had a meeting at Desert Ridge, and here I am in our own backyards, if you live here in Arizona, and I'm realizing this is a hot spot. And I have two daughters and a son, and this is a hot spot where young women, young boys are being trafficked for the first time, having conversations, being led a delusional lie that they could become a Disney star if they go and have a conversation with somebody. So today, I thought, you know what? We're activists and so involved with this beautiful organization. You're going to hear more about it today. And I thought, you know what, Christy? Let's bring you in. Let's talk about the upcoming walk. And let's just have a conversation. Whether or not you're a parent, we can all be involved. But I know for me as a parent, I ask myself these questions. How do I protect my kids from human trafficking, without feeling like I have to bubble wrap them and ostracize them from their schools or take them away completely from social media if they're age-appropriate to be on social media? How do I teach them and equip them? And what can we do as parents? What can we do here in our cities to really see this heinous sin eradicated? So I say, you know what, Christy, let's come in. 
Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about the walk that's upcoming here real soon. And let's just dive into this. So Christy Barnett Sexton is responsible as the national chair for the vision and strategy behind uh, this upcoming event, uh, what they're doing not only in the city of Phoenix, but in San Diego, they just had a walk. And they're really excited about God moving across the entire United States and upcoming walks happening all across the U.S. Um, She's also obviously involved with Phoenix Dream Center and Streetlight USA, which is the nation's largest human trafficking rescue and rehabilitation operation. So, Christy, thanks again for being my guest. Oh, thank you so much for having me. You know, you guys have been so amazing to us to have us on so many times, talk about human trafficking, to talk about the walk, but also just catalyst and like helping us raise funds to be able to take care of more individuals. So I'm so thankful for the partnership that you guys have been alongside of us all the way. And uh, it's important to have people like you guys reaching out with us because the media does not give this the attention that it deserves. Our kids are at risk, uh, especially with COVID. We saw like a 90% increase in children being trafficked because of COVID because everybody was distracted. Um, Everyone was on their computers, you know, and we were all busy. Kids were on their computers. We were on our computers. And if we don't have people like Faith Talk reaching out and helping us get the word out, like we're, we're in trouble because the media is not going to talk about it because we know that there are a lot of people in power that are responsible for trafficking. And so I'm so grateful for the opportunity today to partner with you. Well, it is a joy to have this partnership. And you just mentioned some stats. Let's get into some stats because in a healthy way, I want to create some awareness. Okay. And I really want to create some awareness uh, global stats, U.S. stats, stats here in our city. Uh, give the listeners some statistics because I know before we really were serving and working together in this partnership that we have, I really didn't know how bad it was. And I didn't really know the stats like it's the third, I think, the third largest criminal activity in the world right now. Uh, the stat of one in a hundred, only one will get rescued. So Give the listeners some statistics, and then we'll talk through uh, really just some practical, how we can be involved, how we can protect our kids, and that's where we'll head eventually. But just initially give them some stats, open up their hearts, open up their minds to really see what's happening and how devastating it is right now. Well, you are correct when you say that it is the third largest criminal activity right now, and it has surpassed the illegal sale of arms. So if you can imagine that, it's on the rise um, in all 50 states, but all around the world. And here's the fact. So many times people think that human trafficking is happening in another country or it's happening, um, you know, in the inner cities where there's, you know, poverty and gangs and things like that. Human trafficking is happening in our backyards. And we have to be aware and, and not turn a blind eye and think, oh, that's never going to happen to my kid. Uh, the average age in Arizona that a child's trafficked is 13 years of age. The youngest kid that we've seen go through our program was nine years old. Imagine a nine-year-old kid being trafficked. How do you, how do you rebuild the trauma from a life, you know, where a child's supposed to be outside, you know, playing football, running and jumping and playing, to being violated by an adult? Um, the, the layers of, uh, of healing is so deep. So we know that the youngest age is 13. That age changes all the time. We also know that boys now are at risk as well. So it used to be where it was just girls. Well, now we're seeing an increase of boys being trafficked. And the trauma for the boys is so much different 
than the trauma of the girls. And I don't mean to say that it's different in, in the amount of pain that it's caused, but it's diff- the shame level. And the boys, they, they don't make eye contact with you. They, they, their healing is so much more traumatic. And we've seen 13 boys now go through our program. We didn't have a program written for these boys. But the, the FBI, Homeland Security, we work closely with all of them. They brought us 13 boys, and we said, we don't have a program. And they go, but we know you'll figure it out. And we did. And so we're taking boys into our program as well. Um, the average lifespan of someone that's trafficked is seven years, only seven years, because they're either killed or they are either overdose on drugs. So if we don't get them out quickly, um, we've lost them. And we know, like you said, only one out of 100 will be rescued. So um, this is a very powerful, um, very powerful uh, crime because when you think about it, it's a $32 billion industry. That's that's huge. Like, that's not going away without a fight. That is not going away without all of us really educating and, and talking about it and bringing awareness to it because this is a moneymaker. And if you think about it, you know, if you do a drug, you have to, you know, buy another drug to keep going. But if you have a person, you can sell that person over and over and over and over. And it is said that sometimes within a month span, they can be with a person um, 50 times in a month or more. So the healing process is huge. Um, and we just know that we've got to be the voice for it. That's the reason why we do this walk is to get the conversation started. There's so much there as I was writing down some of the stats. And again, if you're driving right now, please don't be writing down. But just hearing those statistics, Christy, and knowing that there's a seven-year lifespan, knowing that only one out of 100 is going to be rescued, and then this last one that you just gave, to think right now, I want you to think right now and ask yourself, okay, 50 times a month, potentially, that one boy or girl is trafficked sexually, that is just asinine. Mm -hmm. And it just is disgusting Mm -hmm. from the bottom of your soul. And there's so many layers to it. But just quickly, I just want to just bring some context of God's Word. When you think, and Paul's very clear as he writes this, that sexual sin affects the body. It affects the temple. It affects what God has created. So it is classified as different than other sin because it does affect this very temple that God has made and he's created, which is the life that he's created. And I just, I just think about how heavy that is and how hard it is in the healing process to really walk through this. And I've firsthand been, as Jim Ryan, the general manager, we've been and seen the Phoenix Dream Center. And to see the different p- pillars that you have of healing and what God is doing there, and it's not it is the spiritual, but it's starting with really looking at um, the medical. And I know when I was there, it was interesting to me because they didn't realize that there needs to almost be a separate, isolated medical treatment center there because so often these women and now boys have been isolated and ostracized as they go just into the kind of the public sector of getting medical treatment. You guys have thought through, you've prayed through, there's such intentionality to really not only in the healing process, starting with the medical and then obviously looking at psychology and the mind, looking at the healing of our faith and understanding who God is, and then really bringing them back into a place of saying, we're not just going to be happy them working at Chick-fil-A. And Chick-fil-A, great, it's the Christian chicken. But (laughs) we want more than that for these beautiful souls that God has created. 
and we're going to give them and walk them through a process of understanding their gifts, their talents, their skill sets, and we're going to release them into the community so they can thrive again. And you guys are doing all that, and it's so beautiful that listeners right now need to be involved. So let's just spend, we're going to spend probably a few moments doing this, but give them the walk information, tell them how they can get involved, because we want to make sure they get involved. Awesome. Well, Stop Traffic Walk supports the largest human trafficking prevention program in North America, and that is Phoenix Dream Center, which takes care of our adults that are trafficked. There's Streetlight USA, which takes care of the juvenile uh, part of our trafficking program. And then there's also Colorado City, uh, Short Creek, which takes care of the familia trafficked. Back, back trafficking victims. Sorry, I had to get that out. So our job is to raise awareness and to raise funds uh, around trafficking. If we can educate our parents and we can bring awareness to this, that is just as important as the funds that we raise. The funds we raise are going to be able to take care of more individuals, um, but the awareness part is very huge to us. So January 29th, we're going to have our third stop traffic walk at Peoria Sports Complex from 5 to 8 p.m. The cost is $99 per walker. And this is a fun event. And human trafficking is not a fun topic, okay? But what we do is we want every age group represented. We invite your friends, your grandmas, your grandpas, your coworkers. Invite everybody. Your churches should come and be a part of this event. So at the event, we're going to have bouncy houses, food trucks. We'll have a band. Uh, we'll have so many things for the family to engage in. But then there's a ceremony. And the ceremony is designed to honor the heroes that have survived human trafficking, that have gone through the program, and now their life is restored. And that's probably the most beautiful part of this event, when we hear stories of recovery. And just like you said, they're not just recovering um, emotionally, they're thriving in society. And we have a 94% success rate from the quality assurance uh, said that 94% of the people that go through this program are going to thrive uh, physically, emotionally, relationally in the workforce, go back to living a productive life. And so that's the reason why we are doing this walk is to really, number one, create awareness and to raise funds. We have a goal this year to raise a million dollars, and that is because the need is so great. We have to turn away people all the time because we don't have room. And we don't want to do that. You know, our goal is to be the Mayo Clinic for human trafficking, where we don't have to turn anybody away, but we can give them the gift of time. They can come for free, and they can stay as long as they need to till their life is back on track. And that's a beautiful gift uh, because you can't rush healing. You know, and you can't put a a time limit on that. And so uh, Ben Carson actually came to the Dream Center and said, you have given these people the best gift you can give them for their brain, their mind, their soul to heal. If they can stay a year to two years, they get their life back. Tell them again the website. Uh, StopTrafficWalk.org. Beautiful. Please, from the bottom of my heart, I'm going to ask you, if you're driving right now, obviously, I'm joking, but please don't go to the website while you're driving. But join us. I know as a station, we will be there, stoptrafficwalk.org, to see this goal of $1 million, to really know that there is this celebration. I'm going to even say it's a dance party. When you hear in this ceremony, as we celebrate and honor the heroes and the stories of recovery And what they're doing is beautiful advocates in their city doing great things for God, great things for the community. 
I love that moment. I love that we get to celebrate that. I love that we get to celebrate those stories. And I love your heart to be a Mayo Clinic for those that have walked through human trafficking. I know when I was there, and this is something that Jim Ryan and I really had a hard time wrestling with, we walked through, and when you're in the Phoenix Dream Center and you see the intentionality of how they've built each and every room, the construction that goes into it, the aesthetics that go into it, uh, the healing process that's a part of the entire room, and then we walk away just blown away at how intentional they've prayed over everything, then we hear that there's really no room. And at that point, we were praying to get 10 more beds. Well, now we want to continually just blow that wide open and just add room upon room upon room. And this is going to do this for $99 on January 29th at Peoria Sports Complex, 5 to 8 o'clock. Please join us. Go to the website, stoptrafficwalk.org. It's going to be an amazing opportunity for us here in the city to come together united to really see God do great things as we eradicate this heinous sin. So, Christy, it is just a joy. We don't have a lot of time left, but I know one of the things that I wanted to hear from you, as a lot of our listeners listening in, whether you're a grandparent right now and you've got grandkids or you're a parent right now, just give some practical advice, practical coaching and encouragement in what we can do as parents. Because a lot of us, I think— I don't know, this morning, and maybe this is bad of me to say on on air, but this morning I I do go to TikTok, and I love the animal TikTok videos, especially the dog ones, the cat ones. No offense to the cat lovers. I've got two cats. But I went there this morning, and I was just laughing at just the ridiculous, and all of my feed is pretty much animal funny videos. But obviously there's so much more to social media, and there's so much more as parents that we need to be aware of. So just – educate us, inform us, give us some tools, give us some thoughts in the next eight minutes or so that we have left. So one of the first things I will say is if you see something, say something. I had a friend that was at um, the quarter and there was a man that was just sitting there for hours and hours. And she found it strange that why would you be in the same spot for hours and he didn't have a child there. So she called security over. Security came and he said he was waiting for somebody. Well, let's be honest. If someone's late, are you going to wait two, three hours for them? No. So he was just sitting there. He was a predator and he was there. So say something. If something's off, never be afraid to speak up. You don't know a life that you could save from being trafficked. So that would be my first thing. Um, Even if you're wrong, it's still important to say something. The second thing would be social media is the number one way that kids are trafficked. And these traffickers are very, very smart. They are groomed and they know how to groom our children. They know how to look for girls and boys that have low self-esteem and low worth. So remember when you were a teenager, right? Your parents are mean. You got all these rules. You know, your life stinks. You know, we feel sorry for ourselves as teens. You know, we have rules that our parents make us live by. Well, If you have low self-esteem and low self-worth, and we see this a lot on social media, kids will portray that. Well, the groomers are ready, and they will go in, they will start the conversation, you know, trying to be your friend. And then they, once they are your friend, they will start buying you gifts. And so we say to teachers all the time, if you see these kids walking in with Louis Vuitton, Gucci, all these expensive gifts... You should probably be aware that something is happening, um, and it's not a good something that's happening. So they are grooming our kids. They're building trust. As a parent, I don't have three hours a day 
to sit down and hear my kids. But a trafficker will do that. They will spend hours upon hours talking to your kids, validating them, telling them, you know, your life, people are mean to you, but I would never treat you that way. You know, I'll come alongside of you. And then once they get these kids, that's it. Then they say, you're going to do this for me. And then they turn on them and then they drug them and then they're trafficked. So really watch what your kids are doing on social media. Really guard that time. Um, We suggest that you take their phones and their computers um, at a certain time at night, put them in your room and keep them away from them. They can also traffic kids through um, video games. Um, A friend of ours was just on a video game the other night and somebody said, hey, how are you? How old are you? starting the conversation. Uh, they are sneaky. They they know how to get these kids. So I would say the number one way is if you're going to drop your kids off somewhere and they're going to be alone with the other friends, talk to them. You know, it's, it's okay to say, hey, you know what? Human trafficking is on the rise. I want you to be careful. Don't go anywhere alone. Don't talk to anybody that you don't know. Let's have those conversations with our kids. Let's educate them. Let's talk about it. But I would say that Social media is the number way, number one way that kids are being trafficked. And I know for me, one of the things that you've taught me, which really I didn't know until we began chatting a few years ago, is they'll even go in, these predators, and they'll pose themselves as Disney stars or Disney agents mm-hmm. and that they have the power and the ability to make these preteens and make these young teenagers Disney stars. And the reality is what preteen or teenager doesn't want to be a Disney star. And they just continually, like you said, they're just continually baiting them and grooming them and just validating them. So one of the things that that I have done, and again, each individual family, each individual grandparent listening in, you guys can navigate and discern what is best for you. I love the idea, and I, I totally agree that there needs to be a bedtime for phones. And in that process of having a bedtime, I've heard different things here, but some families have like one of those big universal charging stations where all phones go, and they kind of all say goodnight phone, (laughs) and they plug them in, and that's where they go at night. But really also, I would say I would add this. For me and my wife, we have really open reins at any point to be able to grab their phone. Uh, We don't just grab it without telling them, and they obviously know that. And that was a part of them getting a phone. So we'll just grab it at random times. Um, it could be evening. It could be morning, whenever it is. And we just have really just free reign to be able to look at how they're engaging with people and to really have these conversations. And one of the things that I want to mention, because you said it and I totally agree, so often our teens are going to social media to feel validated. And yet at the end of the day, it tends to be a place that very few people validate others. They tend to lift themselves up with their filters and how they post and that life is so great and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, we just as parents and grandparents speak encouragement, Mm -hmm. speak validation over your grandkids, over your kids. Think about what that looks like. The power of encouraging, it's actually speaking courage into their soul. And even in the Greek, it's speaking life over somebody. And I know we talk, and we're going to have you in here in just a moment on Messy Marriage is the marriage show. 
it's really this beautiful opportunity for us to actually, and it's not just that we're gifted with the gift of affirmation. We should be affirming in our language, affirming in our words, our kids and their value and their worth and what we see and also how God's created them. These unchangeable, beautiful truths that they are loved by God, that they are adopted by God. They are forgiven no matter what happens or what mistakes they make. And I've just realized when I do that with my kids, when I'm pretty consistent with that, it just changes their posture. Mm -hmm. It changes their confidence. It changes them understanding that their identity is not based in these conditional things of relationships in the world. Obviously, we all want to be liked and we want to belong. We want to feel loved. Of course we do. Those are natural tendencies that God's wired in us. But the unchangeable truth is that this is how God feels about you. So parents and grandparents listening in, just realize that as we do this, I think it just eradicates any opportunity that they might have or definitely decreases it for them to be able to go and to to lean into a stranger that they're meeting online that is validating, that is grooming, that is saying these lies, really, to be able to bait them. So some final thoughts that you have in the last minute. I definitely want to make sure that they know, again, January 29th, the website, stoptrafficwalk.org, $99. Join us at Peoria Sports Complex from 5 to 8 o'clock. Let's walk together. Let's truly come together. Let's be the voice for the voiceless. Let's truly be the light. Let's be united in this beautiful process that we get to say, God, we want to see this heinous sin of human trafficking eradicated. So join myself Join Christy Barnett Sexton. Join the entire team at, like I said, January 29th, Peoria Sports Complex. Go to stoptrafficwalk.org. We will see you there. Take care. Have a great day.